This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I am Dylan Hafer And I am Barry Rosenfeld And it is snowing it's snowing i'm looking out the window actually it may have it may have stopped snowing for me now but it's very snowy actually Um, so it's not snowing for anyone it's funny i feel like it's a very i don't know if it's a generational thing but my dad was texting me the other night when he saw this for because he always checks the fucking new york weather forecast even though he doesn't live here and he's like oh like have you got your eggs and your bread and i'm like ha ha (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's really funny, Dylan, because my dad came home yesterday because I did um, with my parents right now with milk, bread and eggs. <laughs> it's just so funny because for me, I'm like, I live in the city. I have two different grocery stores within a four minute walk of my apartment. Like it never occurs to me that I'm like, oh, yes, I should stock up for this big snowstorm. I'm like, no, I'll put on my boots and I'll go get right. what I it's need. It's different living in the city. But I have always had this question about what you don't need milk to survive. Like I would much rather have like <laughs> pasta or like I don't, Oreos or something, but like, I don't need to run out and make sure I have milk and bread. I don't need the it. The only time, I mean, I, I'm not a milk drinker. I don't think most adults are like the only time I really have milk in the house is if I need it for a recipe or something. Correct. Or well, like I'll get, I'll, I'll do like, um, like soy milk for my cereal or something like that. Like I, I wish you guys can just see you did a little shimmy with that, like a little soy, soy milk. milk. For my but cereal. anyway, on that note, because this is a great segue, we're talking about below deck and real house of groceries. Of Salt Lake City. <laughs> Speaking so, of groceries, we have a, a fun little provision list. Um this episode of Below Deck, they really uh they stepped it up this week. I feel like they heard us talking about how this season has been a little underwhelming so far, and we got I think easily the most exciting episode of the season. I was going to say it's about time that like, you know, when a season starts, it's like one episode, two episodes. And we're like, okay, time for some drama. And this is like, we're more than halfway through the season, I believe. And now someone got fired, which is really exciting. And that's exciting. for us. Yeah. It's, it's weird because I'm not sure with the exact timeline, if they were sort of stretching the beginning right. of the season, because right. we know COVID is kind of creeping up on them. Um, but it did feel like a little bit of a slow start. But this episode, all of a sudden, there was almost too much happening. Because so we start off the episode, Shane, our beloved sunshine gets the boot, which is surprising to no one. It was it was time, you know, it there was no alternative to him getting fired. Like it just was it wasn't if he didn't get fired, someone was gonna get hurt. I feel like him getting fired, it's like Captain Lee said last week, like him being gone isn't that different from him being here. So, like, why would you not get rid of him with what five charters left in the season? Yeah. Um, to be honest, I feel like it was one of the less dramatic below deck firings. It's like 
you know what you did. We all know what you did. Have a good right. life. Like, whatever. Now, another person who should very soon no longer be on the boat is <laughs> Elizabeth. And here's the thing. All every single episode so far, she's had issues. OK. And Francesca has a lot of issues with her. And I've kind of had this soft spot for her where I'm like, no, she's just doing a good job. They just don't get along. And the more I see her mess up, the more I'm just like, actually, like, I'm not really on your side anymore. And then when this whole bleach situation happened, I was like, you know what? This girl, this girl has to go. That is so more than dangerous that I I can't even come up with a word for it. It really is. (laughs) I don't know a, a word stronger than dangerous. The thing with Elizabeth is that up until this point with that, with the whole mustard gas situation, like even with that out of the equation, I don't understand her attitude where anytime Francesca gives her any piece of feedback, it's automatically like, I don't understand Uh, what she wants from me. Like I'm doing, I'm working so hard. Like how could she possibly have something to say to me? It's like, you have a real, like, she is your boss. You are by definition, like probably less experienced and, you know, just less knowledgeable than her. I honestly think Francesca has been super fair in how she's dealt with Elizabeth. And, you know, maybe there have been one or two times where it would make sense for Elizabeth to be like, you know, a little bit beaten down or feel a little disparaged, but like, I don't think anything Francesca has done is out of line. And Elizabeth constantly is like, I hate this woman. She has it out for me, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, she just wants, she wants a second stew that she doesn't have to have these conversations with. Right. And at first when this has happened before, I was like, you know what? Francesca could explain some things a little bit more to Elizabeth when she has a question. But this episode, Elizabeth straight up asked Hey, I'm bleaching mm-hmm. this shirt. What like what do I do? And on camera, we see Francesca say you have to do it in cold water and also go outside like verbatim. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth goes back into the laundry room and puts the bucket on the floor. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. did this girl just not <laughs> hear her or is she actually dumb? Like I, she like she ignored what she said. And you're working with chemicals. That is people started to not feel well and they were getting dizzy and if that happened any longer without them getting an engineer, that could have been really, really ugly. Like I, yeah, I'm curious because so after this whole situation, obviously the engineer talks to Francesca, the engineer talks to captain Lee when Francesca and Elizabeth are talking about it. She's like trying to argue and she's like, well, like I've done, like I've done this on other boats, like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, this is not a situation where you need to make your like plead your case or, you know, like explain your mindset. It's like, no matter like what you've done in the past or what you thought you were doing, the end result was like fucking dangerous. And so in that moment, you need to like swallow your pride and be like, Oh my God, I did. That was such a fuck up. Like, yikes and i don't I think understand. what she made like turned into mustard gas like she made mustard gas basically and which is what they he said they used right. in world war ii which is like right there should just be like you should just apologize it's just, it's just yeah it's like uh, elizabeth seems like the kind of person where she really can't she takes every piece of professional criticism really personally and it's like in this it's one thing to to think that Francesca's harping on you in a normal context but this is not a normal context this was 
a major fuck up and like it is what it is okay but then the fact that she went to captain lee and said am i what's, fired she's like, what's happening with me what's happening like what if you're and hey, he's like <laughs> just letting you know if you're if no one comes to you don't go to them and ask like if you're fired just, imagine, just let it let it go imagine like anytime you thought you did something wrong you're like hey boss am i fired <laughs> i so it's interesting because francesca she wants to fire Elizabeth. She literally right. goes to Captain Lee. This is, they're picking up Charter the next day and she goes to Captain Lee and she basically says, I want to fire Francesca. And he's like, uh, or not Francesca. What's her name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. She wants to fire Elizabeth. And Captain Lee is like, sorry, but we literally just fired a deckhand and we're picking up Charter tomorrow. Like, we can't do that right now. Like, let's talk after this Charter. And it's funny because I don't know. I, I don't have like an encyclopedic knowledge of below deck, but I don't know if there's been any other time when somebody was like turned down to fire. To ask to fire someone. Okay. I know we've talked about this before, but it just seems to be an ongoing pattern for below deck every single season. Cause I guess it depends on who you're working with and what your, what your experience is. But Mm -hmm. can, I don't understand like companies, regular companies who could just go and be like, no, you're like, we're going to replace you. But it's every single like week, for example. And it's like, can they not get a a crew that knows what they're doing? It makes no sense to me. Right. Like every season, there's a stew who doesn't know how to do laundry. Every single like every I don't I can't think of a season of below deck. I've watched stew. That's third stew. So you need to learn a lot more after that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh (laughs) Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So Elizabeth is, she lives to see another day, whether or not that's what should be happening. But, but then we got to talk about Rachel. Do we? Rachel, uh, <laughs> Rachel is going through it this episode. She is clearly kind of not in a great place she has a weird night when they go out um and then she's calling her boyfriend and asking him to fly there and i guess he is in italy and so in italy obviously the covid lockdowns and stuff were a little ahead of in the u.s and so he's like 
this shit is getting real. Like, I don't think I can just like come to the Caribbean right now. And she is not, 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 not doing well. It's, it's a little weird to watch throughout this episode. Her, like, she seems like she's starting to spiral. And then it all hits the fan when they're in their preference sheet meeting and they get this preference sheet. And to her credit, it's a ridiculous preference sheet. Like the amount of stuff that's on there, it's like they want their filet mignon and their caviar and their French dinner and their 10 course dinner and their New Orleans cuisine and like Spanish food, not Mexican food. And like, I want to know how many days this charter is because how they listed like 12 different meals. Okay, but here's the thing. Remember in the beginning of like the season when we were like, we like Rachel, but we're still like on our toes about her. And like, she she right. seems like she hasn't messed up yet, but like she has, she almost seems like she has all this bottled up inside of her. And if someone happens, if you just like poke her, she's going to like actually explode. Her her response to this this sheet is, is a little exaggerated. Like... It's you're the chef. You you are cooking these people their meals. And why do you give them a preference sheet if they can't if you can't accommodate it? And here's the thing. At at one point, if people fill out these preference sheets, you should be like, hey, we this is when the chef sits down with the people and they're like, we can do this for you. We can do this. We haven't seen her meet with with any guests yet. So. I do, I do agree that like her reaction, because she was immediately like, this is despicable. Like, fuck these people. I I think like it didn't seem like it matched what happened, but I agree that it was like she clearly had some stuff bottled up. She was going through it the whole episode, and this was kind of like the catalyst of her officially not being able to do it anymore. <laughs> right. So she's and then they left off. She's going home. Like she quit. So they so wouldn't let her for her fire elizabeth but the chef just quit what are we to do i mean she tells captain lee to go fuck himself she says more than once eat my cooter which is i'm inappropriate like i can say inappropriate things but i won't even repeat what she's i thought like her the things she was choosing to say were like disgusting and i was like why are you talking to captain lee like that and then when she was when she was basically threatening the cameraman when she was like i'm warning you like the best thing for you to do right now would be to get out of my face and it's like okay rachel Okay, like you're leaving. Like you, you're not. Nobody's being like heated toward her. She's just like, yeah. I I appreciate the idea that you need to be your own advocate. And if Rachel knows she's in a position where she can't take on this charter, then leaving is the best thing to do. But the way in which she did it is like, okay, calm down. Like nobody's yeah. nobody's like nobody's trying to lock you in the boat and and say you can't leave. Like if you want to leave, Dylan. you're free to go. Who was it a few seasons ago where they quit slash got fired? I truly can't remember. And they went back to their room and like took a nap and they were like, no, no, you have to leave. Like you can't just like stay until uh, I know I can't remember, but, but they, they went into their room and they're like, no, you gotta, you gotta go. I'll clear clear out of here later. Um, I, uh, yeah. So we end on a to be continued and you know, it seems pretty like they're in a pretty rough spot. Um, Captain Lee even mentions like, I've never had to tell a charter that their trip was canceled, but we'll see. I don't know. Below deck, finally uh, showing some signs of life this season. Yeah, for real. And we also have something exciting. Izzy yesterday also announced that she came out. She on Instagram, we saw, which is like, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. I think especially because below deck tends to have these kind of like, uh toxic masculinity vibes um you know like everybody's just trying to like 
fuck each other. It's nice to have her like out and proud energy. It, it makes me feel a little better about like the dynamics on the boat. And like, I like her and James's back and forth. I think they have like a fun, almost like sibling relationship. Well, we also saw them go out speaking of James and we saw Elizabeth like flirting, if that's oh, what you want to say. And I was like, wow, you know, your game is bad when James is not into it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that because he might get desperate um, <laughs> or she might get fired. Who knows? Uh, let's talk about Salt Lake City. This episode, I think we agree, was probably like the least exciting one yet. Mm-hmm. But honestly, yeah. given how given how like kind of wild the first five episodes were, I feel like this is normal and fine. And like in any show, like not every episode can be like more more ridiculous than the last like that's exactly not like this isn't a movie this isn't a movie like they have to have like some episode where it's not right. like mission impossible you know but we start with lisa at sundance and it's like it's it's funny because she's going from venue to venue to venue and she's but part of me is like where's your team like she's making sure everything and she's like hi no i'm so busy i'm i have so much going on no it's sundance i have so much happening the table the table between the womb chairs let's lose that let's kill that she goes let's kill let's that let's kill that <laughs> let's kill that and then she I, calls meredith to be nice hi Ma- hi hi Seth. hi and no one was there it was just like her makeup artist she goes hi oh uh, meredith i got to go my av guys are here <laughs> lisa lisa's one of those people where she's i feel like she's a nut like i don't know what to make of her but i i enjoy watching her on tv um you know she is she's the queen of sundance and i'm willing to take her word at face value in terms of that because i don't know who the queen of sundance is like it's not my it's not my call <laughs> I, I i laugh when she says that though because she's so confident and she's so like into it but we haven't i, I need to go to sundance to see for myself that's on our goal for this year okay um let's go in 2022 cuz i think it's virtual this year Got um it. but <laughs> um I do love the party that she hosts with the McDonald's Monopoly peel off wall. I want to go. Love there. it. Love that. She love peeled that. it Can off and then, Can I peel? and then put it, <laughs> she put it back. I was like, love it. Um, so this episode, we also see Mary <laughs> talking about her cousin slash, I don't know how they're related slash housekeeper. Charlinda. It's it's, Charlinda's her housekeeper and it's her grandpa. It's her, her, Oh my Grandma's, God, I had it last time. She said Grandma's it. Cousin's bro- daughter. daughter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm I'm bad at like family titles, but she says that she's she came to the house one time 20 years ago to give Robert like something and fell in love and just stayed. And so she's like, I don't know anything about this woman's life, but like she's family. And like, that was what? I laughed out loud when she said that because first of all, Mary, I don't know what room they were in. It looked like her bedroom turned closet. And I just thought if I had a housekeeper and my closet slash room looked like that, I'd be really annoyed because I'd be like, we need to organize together. We need to work through this. We need to like just make sure everything's in in touch. But the fact that she said, yeah, I mean, I love her and I don't know one thing about her other than what we talk about in this house. I don't know anything about her family, but she's my family. I want to hear from Charlinda. Get that woman a confessional because I feel like she has some stories. Um, Mary just continues to be so interesting. Um, Well, speaking of families and, and I don't know if you noticed Lisa's 
children and their babysitter who was the same age as her child. Yeah, the babysitter. For a second, I thought that was one of Heather's daughters. And I was like, oh, they're friends. (laughs) They go Lisa's kids babysitter, like age 16. And then it was like Lisa's kids age 15 and like six. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Why do you have a female babysitter that's the same age as you? That's really weird. And why does a 15 year old have a babysitter? Yeah, if he has his permit, he's old enough to stay at home alone. (laughs) That's I don't know. Um, (laughs) So just Whitney is planning Justin's birthday party. They're on this party bus and they go to her friends, cousins, Catherine, who apparently is the queen of, yeah, she's the queen of Utah. (laughs) That house was beautiful. I know it was, I love Whitney's energy and I love their marriage. She said she does because at first I was like 52. That's an interesting birthday to like go all out. But she said she does this for his birthday every year because she loves him so much and like he deserves everything. So like this is what she can do for him. But it was I don't know. It looked really fun. Like I kind of wish I was there. I went on a party bus and then a house party. Obviously, Lisa was was busy with her Sunday and stuff, but I appreciated that everyone else came and Mary and Jen had a little talk with each other. And Miss Jen Shaw seems to be having a case of the housewives pretend amnesia when it comes to the, as Mary would say, the grandfather MF or comment that she made at Whitney's other party. Um, I'm sorry, Jen's just still not doing it for me. Every episode, I'm just like... The thing with Jen in this context is it's interesting because she tells Mary, no, I did. I would never say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say anything, blah, 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 blah. And then in her confessional, she's immediately like, well, I didn't say it to Mary's face. Like I might've said it to somebody else. And it's like, then why? Like, I don't understand why then she didn't say something to that effect to Mary because that could have, she could have been like, I don't remember, but like, there's a chance that I said it. And if I did, I'm so sorry. Like, I I feel like she's one of those people where she's making it a bigger, she's like continuing the problem because she's not willing to just be like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know? Right. But the thing about confessionals is that the other person can watch them when the, when the episode airs. Right. So it's like, I get it. Sometimes you go in the confessional to be funny or to say something shady, whatever, but like, if you were going to say it there, why didn't you just be open and honest to the person's face? It makes no sense at all, but that's Jen um, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Jen, Jen's a character. I do feel like I don't dislike Jen. I think she had a couple rough episodes. I do think there are just some specific scenarios where it's like, you're not making this easy for yourself. Like if, right. if you had just said one thing different or apologized to one person, you could be in a completely different scenario, but she kind of is like a little too stubborn or a little too like focused on her own thing. And it's like, if you had just like said to Mary, I'm sorry, if I said that, then you could actually move forward where I feel like instead what we got was Mary being like, okay, well I'm willing to move past it. And it's like, okay, but you didn't actually like solve anything. Right. Right. I and she and Mary says I'm done with her. She's fake and I I kind of can't blame her for that. Like I think Mary is a trip as well, but I I can't blame her for not kind of forgiving Jen. 
That's the thing. Even Whitney said she was like, yeah, Mary. She said again this episode. She said Mary can be crazy, but like she's my friend and I like her and I want her there because Jen Jen's like just being very immature about this whole thing. Like asking Whitney, oh, is Mary Cosby going to be there? And Whitney's like, yeah, like she's going to be at my husband's party. Like, give it up. It has nothing to do with you. This is right. about if it you. Was, if it was Jen's birthday party, she probably wouldn't have invited Mary, but it's not. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so we have Brooks is Brooks is doing a fashion show and Meredith is walking in a different fashion show, but it seems like it's all one event. Like Fashion Week really just seems like it's one well, party. because it's it's their it's their first ever Park City. They were in Park City uh, fashion show, so or uh, fashion week. So, okay, I love them. I love Meredith, but I was talking about this with someone else the other day. I'm very fat. I talk fast. I'm very quick, and and <laughs> I I can't. You know what I'm about to say. I they need to talk like they need to get it moving a little bit. That whole scene, like six words a minute, <laughs> that whole scene of her and Brooks in the house with the alarms and the, this is them. Ready? What is that? What, what is that? What? And they're walking up and down the stairs for like 10 minutes. And I was like, guys, speed, you have to like speed this up. And Brooks um, is walking around the house. Did yeah. you cook something? <laughs> I was like, Brooks is did like, you I'm cook 45 something? minutes late. I was like, oh, my God. So get in the car and go. And they're just walking around the house talking they, to each other. They all. Yeah, they have this like slow, elegant energy. Yes. And it's like even when when Meredith is in her confessionals and she's like. The thing about me and Seth is that I felt like I need space 
space. So he's giving me space. Yeah, and then my heart. But that's hard because I feel like I'm hurting my children. And you know, she'd never want to do that. She'd never want to hurt her children. I do. Okay. The thing with Seth is interesting because I get that he is busy working in a different state. I get that that's like a complicated dynamic. And on top of that, him and Meredith are having their issues and she doesn't want him around 24 seven. I totally get that. But if he was just there a week ago, I don't understand why you wouldn't just time the visit. So he was there for Brooks's big event. I mean, it's like, again, Dylan, something you and I have easily solved over this <laughs> podcast, like something just is like, uh, yes, I understand if he can't be there always, but if he just had this like weekend visit that, or at least that's what they made it look like. It's like, why wouldn't you have just planned that a week later and just tacked on an extra day right. for this big event? And it's, it's interesting that Meredith seems like she she seems like empathetic that it's or sympathetic that it's like hard for Brooks to not have his dad there. But also she's like, well, he just can't be here. And it's like, okay, but I feel like he could be. Yeah. But his, just like- his, his video message was really sweet. He was like, Brooksy, I'm so proud of you. Fucking kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Brooksy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that. I mean, the family definitely has some weird energy. Where was, actually- Where was Chloe? Where was Chloe? Where's Chloe? Where's Reed? You know, they like, planes exist. The thing is, like, if you're a family, like, if you have money and you are, like, extra enough, like, you could fly to Salt Lake for the day. Like, you don't have to live there to be there for an event. Like, obviously, that's a, it costs money, but that doesn't seem to be the problem. But honestly, like, what's money? Like, honestly, we all have it, whatever. I'm just kidding. I really wish. We're but We're all just, like, we're so rich. Yeah, we're so rich. We need to talk about Jen's party because we have our little Vanderpump crossover, which we love to see. Utah's finest, Lala and Katie Maloney show up. And it's I love when they do this. Katie, friend of Whitney. It's like, no, no, we know Katie's been around a lot longer (laughs) than this cast has. I did. I did appreciate that they didn't make that like a storyline. It just was kind of like a fun you know, it was like a fun little moment. I feel like they just, it was like a good crossover. They were in town for Lala's new movie, Spree. Um, so I they, do want to mention, so they're having this party because Jen's brother is a filmmaker, she says, and he has this documentary. And she says the documentary is showing at Sundance and there are three screenings and it was they, she was supposed to just host an after party, but the screenings were so full that now they're screening it at the party. Um. Okay, so I don't want to say that Jen is lying to us, but I will just say that I did a little bit of digging and there I can find no record of this documentary, certainly not on the official Sundance lineup. Um, Maybe it exists in some form. I guess I believe that, but it's she's telling some at least at the very least, she's telling some have truths about. Um, where this documentary is being shown and its inclusion in the Sundance Film Festival. Right. So what happened was Jen put a projector screen up in her house and fi- and showed the movie during Sundance Film Festival, a.k.a. pretended it was part of Sundance Film Festival. But I can watch any movie during Sundance. I'd be like, yep, it was I saw it like during Sundance. Yeah, I'm confused about where and when these three screenings that are so sold out happened. But, y- you know, maybe maybe some information will surface and I'll be proven wrong. Um, this party was 
this party was interesting. We see Heather, who has clearly been struggling with kind of her, the mental aspect of getting back into the dating scene. She seems to um, hit it off with this guy, Curtis, and I'm excited for her. Well, well, yeah, we we shall talk about that. But when we when she went to drinks earlier with her cousin, Whitney, she just loves how happy Whitney is in her marriage. And and then we see uh, Heather talk about how, like, she missed that time in her life. Like she's only slept with her ex-husband. She never had that single time in her life. And she really feels like she missed out. So she, the first thing, it was funny that Lala and Katie asked, they're like, are you single? And I was like, wow, if that wasn't set up like perfectly. And so she finds this guy Mm -hmm. and I don't know, at first I thought her game was a little weak, but apparently it worked because they left the party together, which is exactly what she needed. And I liked Jen at that moment because she was her little wingman. Like she set that right up for her, Mm -hmm. but we do have to see like what actually transpired next week because we don't know. She did say something that I thought was very interesting. Yeah. And and (laughs) she was like, are you drunk? Let's get you a drink. And he was like, I can't, I'm actually like producing this show right now. Yeah, we'll see. I I'm happy that that Heather is getting back out there because I just I want her to I want her to get laid and I want her to be happy. Exactly. She goes, I'm always looking for sex, not for love. I was like, wait, what? Like, where did you come from? What do you mean? You've never talked about this before. You know, she just wants to get her groove back. And I believe that she will. She's like (laughs) sipping her sipping her cocktail because she's like scared that the Mormons are going to like see how much vodka is like in her drink. She was saying how there's like a cap on alcohol that. Oh, yeah. They like drinks, which I'd love to hear more about. Well, it's like they they make I think people have talked about Vita tequila is like less alcoholic than an average tequila because it's a Utah brand. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, I'd love to hear more. So if any of you are listening, please let me know, which I know you have done in the past. So, um, um, but on that note, Dylan, who is your Bravo lab this week? Um, ugh, I feel like nobody is doing it. For what? Me. I guess I'll what? say nobody. Like nobody sticks out in my mind, but I guess I, I'll say, I'll say Captain Lee. Cause I feel like he okay. had to deal with a lot of shit this week. And um, I, appreciate his response to Rachel saying go fuck yourself uh no I would not like to do that (laughs) okay and he's getting fucked six ways to Sunday (laughs) I cannot with his little like his little poems um I'm gonna give mine to Heather because I loved how open and honest she was this week about I feel like she's becoming more aware of Mm -hmm. what she wants to do in life although it's taken some time like now she's really like excited to live her life definitely definitely <laughs> everyone thank you for listening don't forget to check out the bravo by betches merch collection on shop.betches.com you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and rate review and subscribe to this podcast and we'll be back tomorrow and you know something else i just want to add dylan sure. where can they find us on instagram like we always say you can find Bravo, but like you can find me at Barry Rosenfeld. And I'm at Dylan Hafer on Instagram as well. So we'll be back tomorrow.
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.